Welcome into the Galloway Podcast, episode 39. I'm your host, William Galloway, and whether you're listening to the Galloway Podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcast, I'm glad that you're giving it a listen and appreciate it. Uh, and today we've got a special guest, Sanford men's basketball head coach Bucky McMillan, just days after being named head coach of the Bulldogs on Lakeshore Drive in Birmingham, Alabama. Coach McMillan is joining the podcast to talk about his journey from being a high school coach to now coaching the Sanford Bulldogs. It's been a heck of a ride, and I've had the honor and the privilege to be involved and be a part of his historic run at Mountain Brook High School where he won five state championships in 12 seasons. He never posted a losing record. He had a record of 333 and 74, so 333 wins, 74 losses. He was the 2018 National Coach of the Year. He coached in the 2019 Jordan Brand Classic game. He's coached multiple SEC players, um, and plenty of his guys have gone on to play at the next level. Obviously, he needs no introduction, but want to get some of those things out there just to show you how successful he was able to be at the high school level. Now he's headed to Sanford. Athletic Director Martin Newton hired Coach McMillan. That was made official on Monday, April 6th. And now after recording a an interview with him, we're going to give you the full interview with Bucky via audio here on the podcast. You can check out the full video interview with pictures and video highlights and, um, and see Bucky in his new Sanford coaching gear. That'll be on YouTube as well. So be able be sure to check that out. And the story is on WVUA 23 Sports. I did that story as well. So this episode, episode 39 of the Galloway podcast is a little special because we're incorporating um, YouTube as well because it was a video interview and that we're doing the audio from Bucky's interview as well. And so appreciate you joining. Uh, you can follow Coach McMillan, head coach of the Sanford Bulldogs, on Twitter at Bucky Basketball. You can follow me at WM underscore Galloway. And I really hope you guys enjoy that. He's got great things to say about high school coaches, about his journey, about his expectations for what this program is going to be like at Sanford. And so without further ado, here's Bucky McMillan on the Galloway podcast. All right, well, Coach, well, just first of all, tell me, uh, what does this mean for you personally to get this job after 12 years at Mountain Brook? means everything to me. I'm just so appreciative of the people who put me in this position. And that's the people I work with, people at Mount Brook High School, and the players I coach. You know, I think I mentioned this other day that it's not very often that high school players help a coach get to college. It's usually the other way around. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. Talk about Buckyball. I mean, I know what the system is. I was fortunate to be around uh, you and Mount Brook basketball for years and kind of growing up on it, so it's something I really fell in love with. But um, to your recruits and to fans and people in the state uh, and people in the country, explain what Buckyball is and the brand of basketball that you play. Well, most important, it's a brand of basketball that I think if you're a fan of, you're playing, it's something you're going to be proud of. Win, lose, or draw, you'll be able to walk away saying, we gave a maximum effort in that game. We played together. Uh, we played with great confidence. And, um, you know, we can walk away, you know, winning a game, losing a game, and knowing that we left everything out there on the floor. And what does it mean to you? Like, take Nate Oates at Alabama. He has, like, blue-collar, hard-hat basketball. Well, not many coaches in the country, even at the D1 level, have a brand of basketball, especially named after themselves. So do you ever think about that? Like, 
how you're able to establish your brand of basketball into your name. And, you know, when Samford hired you, they're saying, oh, we're playing buckyball. Like, what does that mean? Well, it's unique. And I, I go back to the people who helped me build that brand, you know, because to have to create a, uh, to have a vision, to have a group of individuals play extremely hard and to sacrifice um, some goals they may want to accomplish for the sake of the team, you know, some individual goals. Well, I'm so appreciative of that. And it's, even though the name of it may be Buckyball, it was a brand that was formed by some of the players and coaches I worked with through the years. Absolutely. You have so many basketball connections in this state, uh, and you have obviously established your name now and, and headed to Sanford. Um, one basketball coach in this state, especially when we localize it in the Tuscaloosa area, the name Wimp Sanderson. What does Coach Sanderson mean to you, and how has he been a mentor for you growing up now being a coach? You know, when I was younger, I used to watch his teams play, and my dad, you know, such a big Alabama fan, and he just said the one thing about Coach Sanderson's teams, they always played extremely hard. And the first time I met him and he knew I was starting to coach, he said, number one thing is give him play hard. That's what's most important. And one of my most proud moments was when he saw us at the Civic Center. And he came up to me and said, if I could get my teams to play half as hard as your teams, I'd still be coaching today. And I love that from him, you know, because I just think he got his teams to play so hard. And that speaks volumes about what you've been able to do, you know, as a coach. Um, you've mentioned – you know, throughout this week and throughout the hiring process, um, when it was announced in your press conference and everything, you've said you want to make Sanford basketball not just for Sanford, but a team for the city. And how? What are feasible ways and tangible ways that you can make Sanford um, a basketball program that the city can be proud of and the state can be proud of? Well, I, we're going to stay true to who I'm going to stay true to who I am, and we're going to play in a way that people will enjoy. You know, we're going to play attacking basketball. But, you know, one thing, as you know, at Mountain Brook, the way we built this was by inviting personnel and people to administrators and fans to have a, a front seat look at our program. You know, we have people in our practices at all times. You know, if you came to Mountain Brook practice, you know, uh, there could be 25 people watching the practice. And um, that's what we want. We want people from the city to know that the Pete Hanna Center hey, you're a part of this, and we'd love to have you come to practice. We'd love to have you be a part of our program, and we're going to love to rally the city around the special thing we're about to build. Sanford joined the SOCON in 2008. That's when you took over as head coach at Mountain Brook. In those 12 years, the Bulldogs did not have a winning record in conference play. So is it a goal of yours to get over that 500 mark? You know, I don't really put a goal on wins or losses. I never have. Our goal is just going to be the things we can control, you know, and that's going to be surrounding our program with the right personnel, you know, with the effort we're going to play with, playing together, and going out there and playing every game with, and expecting great results. And if you do that, great things will take care of itself. Coach, um, you bring a lot of talent and a lot of skill and um, a different style of coaching to what a lot of people are used to. But what makes you unique about um, – Martin Newton and Sanford hiring you, what do you bring to the table that no other coach could bring to the table? We already have a local brand, you know, and I've been a head coach and I was a head coach right here, you know, at Mountain Brook, which is a couple miles from the university. So, you know, Sanford is a local brand. You know, a lot of people in California do not know about Sanford. Um, they will at one, one day. They'll know about Sanford basketball at some point. But we can immediately um, use the connections that I've been able to build here through the city and take it right over to Sanford to help the program flourish. Martin Newton, um, you know, 
obviously a phenomenal athletic director with great roots. You know, Sam Newton is one of the legends in this state and one of the legends across the country in terms of a basketball coach. And um, his belief in me and him, him giving me this opportunity is something I'll never forget. And I'm looking forward to working with him every day. First time we met, we really hit it off, and um, we have ever since. You're a 10-minute drive from campus, from your house, and your family's here. You grew up here. Talk about the relationship you have with your dad and how he's been able to follow your basketball coaching career and what that means for y'all's relationship to go from the high school winning state championships to go into college now um, and getting that D1 job. Well, my father, he was my first coach, you know, coming up. You know, he used to coach our teams, and he took our group of Mountain Brook players, and he took them and played all over the city, all over the state. It used to not be that way. So, but what he showed me most importantly was when we started coaching AAU and he started coaching kids, not just from Mountain Brook, but from inner city and from out of state, he showed me what it meant to have relationships with your players. And that was what's most important. You know, my dad wasn't a college basketball player, um, but he had a great way of inspiring others because they had trust in him. And so I think that same trust has been paramount to my career and that's the same relationships I want to have with my players when we go over here to Sanford and we build this this program. Speaking from a personal perspective, knowing you've had an impact on me, you've had an impact on just thousands at Mountain Brook. Um, what is it like? Le- you're not leaving the community physically. You're still here. Uh, but leaving that program and, the, and the, uh, the people within that program, the people in the school system, what is it like for you to leave the program where it is in the current state, being at the top, uh, and also just the people that are involved? Well, you know, that's such a great question, but I feel the program is in such great hands and that we've left it in a great place. You know, everyone's job when you inherit a program is to leave it in a better place than you found it. And, um, you know, Mark Cornelius, who came in before me, took the program to a height that it was better than the previous, um, where, where where it was previously. And now I think that we've taken our program and we have built it and we've left it in great hands with great people, with great players, and I think it will carry on. With a lot of success that you've had comes a lot of criticism. What are ways that you deal with that criticism and obstacles you have to overcome to be a successful D1 coach? Well, you know, I think the number one thing is that high school coaches need to rally around uh, this opportunity because it's an opportunity for all of us, you know. And, I mean, I think when you go through it and there's so many high school coaches who are deserving of a chance, were never taken seriously. Um, I know that whether it was athletic directors, whether it was uh, college coaches, you know, and this is our chance to rally together and form something very unique. And that's why I can't wait to recruit the players. And I can't wait um, to get to know the coaches that I don't already know. Because I think we're going to build something truly special. And I want Sanford to be a school for the University of Sanford, obviously, and the people, the city, the state but I really wanted to also be a school for all high school coaches to, to value and um, let's prove people that more high school coaches deserve this chance. So adding on to that, what would your message be to them, those coaches uh, that are looking for that opportunity and maybe um, dismayed about where they are in their current situation of coaching high school and they want to get up um, and do something that you've done? What would your message be to them of encouragement? message of encouragement is is two things. First, I would say that uh, the greater success we have is going to provide more opportunities. So let's build this thing together. And I promise you, the players that are out there, um, I would treat them like I did my 
high school players. I'll love on them and treat them the way they deserve to be treated. That's one thing that high school coaches have is that you got to be a father to those players a lot of times or a brother to those players. Um, next would be this, that, you know, you never know when your opportunity is going to come. You know, you can't focus on, well, what is the next step? When is the next step? You can just focus on how can I be, be a better coach and have more of an impact than I did the day before. And um, I think people that focus on that, the results, you know, take care of themselves. With that relationship that you have with all those high school coaches, do you feel like that gives you an advantage in recruiting uh, when you're around this state and around the southeast and around the country? The um, way you've developed yourself as a coach, do you feel like that helps you in recruiting? Absolutely. I think the high school coaches, um, they're a fraternity because, you know, you have to do so much as a high school coach, you know, from running practice to arranging a bus to sweeping the gym floor. Um, so I think that we have those relationships and it's just a, a common bond. So, you know, I know that the, when you ask players and you say, when was the most enjoyable time of your career? Even NBA players, most of them go back and say, well, yeah, I love playing in high school. I think the game was the most pure. And so from someone who has been a high school coach for so long, I want to keep the game pure. I want to keep it enjoyable. And I want other high school coaches to know that that's the way I'm going to do it. Talk about the adjustments you have to make. I mean, you've coached with a shot clock. Um, some people may not know that in tournaments in Georgia and South Dakota where, you know, Mountain Brook has gone and played nationally for years now. You've played with a shot clock. Um, and so a lot of people will point that out as a big adjustment. But you've done that before. So talk about what adjustments you have to make, specifically changing from high school to college. Well, you know, the three-point line would be the biggest adjustment that it's moved back, you know, but I think it's pretty good and it creates more space. You know, I actually love the shot clock. I've been saying it needs to be in high school basketball in every state for years. Um, obviously, you know, on floor strategy, there's media timeouts. There's certain small things like that, but we played with those when we go down to the Civic Center. Um, but, you know, the higher up you go, the better the offense, you know. And so um, there's certain things offensively that, you know, you um, can take advantage of at the college level. I'm looking forward to doing. I think it was my senior year of high school in 2017. I guess it was 2016 because it was December, uh, maybe even the year before in 15. But your unique warm-up style you developed in Mountain Brook with the um, five-on-five scrimmages uh, that actually debuted in the Pete Hanna Center. I think we were playing Madison Academy. Maybe mm -hmm. we'd lost. We'd lost to somebody. I think you're right. And. Um, you and your assistant coaches said, you know, that I've, that's it. We're, we're not starting out hard enough, so here's how we're going to warm up. And you haven't changed since. Is there any uh, desire to want to keep that intense warm-up uh, in a building that you started that you're now coaching in? Yeah, there's no doubt. We'll definitely do some of that. The difference with college is, you know, in high school you get a 10-minute warm-up. College you can get on the floor like 45 minutes before the game. But I can assure you part of that 45 minutes will be used to, to play our cutthroat, our four on four on four. You know, our whole deal with warm ups is to be ready to play, to be mentally ready to play. And I don't think you can be mentally ready to play if you haven't done anything at full speed. So we want to have the most intense warm ups because we're going to play an intense brand of basketball. What's some of the feedback you've gotten on that warm up for um, those watching this interview or listening to this interview that don't really realize that it's a full five on five scrimmage? And so the guys are going on the floor, diving through chairs. Um, and there's no whistle. So what is some of the feedback you've gotten when you've gone and played in these national tournaments that people think it looks silly, but your guys come out ready to play? What have people said about that? You know, I hadn't talked to too many people about it specifically. You know, um, I'll run into people locally that say they did it with their younger teams and they, then they never stopped doing it, you know. Um, you know, each is their own, and our style is an intense style. So 
I'm not saying it's right for everybody. I know it's right for us, so. Talk about the relationship you want to have uh, with schools like Auburn and Alabama and UAB because everyone's now, you know, there's great coaching in college basketball at Alabama. What's the relationship you want to have with, um, you know, different colleges and schools around the state in terms of do you want to play them in the future and uh, what does that look like for Sanford? Yeah, you know, it's a great situation for us because, you know, it's kind of a no-lose situation. So I like those situations and I think that it's, a no-lose situation for the other universities as well, just being honest, because we should all want what's best for basketball. And so if we keep that in mind and the universities are behind it, the athletics directors are behind it, and we realize, hey, this is great for basketball. If we can put aside, hey, this loss looks good for this per team, or, excuse me, this loss looks bad for this team, this win looks better for this team, and say, let's try to rally the state around basketball, we could do something truly unique. Because I think right now there's more excitement about basketball in this state than any time that I can remember. All right, I came in the house and you showed me all your new Sanford swag, you know, shirts, pullovers, sweatpants, et cetera. Um, at Mountain Brook, you know, the team, you, you dress like the team. Uh, and I think someone asked you this in your press conference, but talk about uh, the college, adjusting the college game and will you wear a suit? And, and tell me a little bit more about that. You know, that was like, I'm trying to find players. I'm trying to, you know, get hired. That wasn't my, my priority, and that's the question for Martin Newton. But, you know, my general philosophy is I don't under, I've never understood why people coach basketball games in suits. You know, it's never been something I've really understood because, you know, we're going out to a basketball game. And my whole deal is I want us to look unified and our team look like a unit. I don't like four guys looking like they're, you know, going to a funeral or a wedding and the rest of the guys sweating, diving on the floor. So I want my guys, when, when they see me over there, to know that I'm out there to fight with them. Absolutely. I think that's so important. Um, amidst this coronavirus right now, it's just, you know, getting hired and doing the press conference from home and just all these different things. Um, how are you connecting with your players right now, getting to know them and also, you know, trying to sell Sanford to recruits? What's that been like amidst COVID-19? Well, it's been, it's been interesting, but, you know, we're all in the same playing field. Um, obviously, you know, I, I got hired in signing days in a week, so it's not like um, it's not the most optimal situation. But um, I think we've done a good job in making progress here with recruits. Um, you know, I, I want to be able to get to know my current players more than I have been. You know, once this dies down with the media and everything, I'm going to really get some time this weekend to speak to them more, you know. But, uh, you know, different day and age than it was you know 20 years ago FaceTime all that it comes into play so I'm glad for technology or we'd really be behind the eight ball and talk about the current players that are there now and the guys that have signed um the guys you've gotten to really develop a relationship with even the past 48 hours what's that been like um have they have they been encouraging are they excited what's the message that they've kind of sent to you uh throughout the past 48 hours in your hiring well I think a lot of the, the guys um we have the same views of the direction of the program and that's what's important you know because you know you, you got to have everybody all in that's very important you can't have people that are half in and you can't have one person on the team that's not all in so i think it's going to be about making sure that everybody has the same views same values same beliefs and the same direction we went ahead with this program and once we get those guys in on board and we're all heading the same direction um, great things will happen and that's not just and we're talking specifically basketball those guys still have to, and this is most importantly, be the student athlete that we want them to be at Sanford and represent the university with the values the university wants the school to be represented, how the school wants to be represented, you know, the 
the Sanford has such a unique mission and it's, you know, our job is to take um, incoming student athletes and to take students um, and help them reach their God-given potential. And that way when they leave the university, they can help others with their, um, having reached their potential. So um, I'm looking forward to doing that. And I think that as we go on, we're going to get everybody on board with that mission. And uh, talk about the guy that was very close to you, Rick Morrow. Um, you know, he grew up and he gave you a coaching opportunity. Tell me what Rick um, and y'all's relationship, um, what he meant to you uh, and the influence he had on your basketball perspective. So Rick Morrow was the first person to, he saw me and I, he knew I wanted to coach and he gave me my first chance. I was actually the only time I was assistant coach, it was for two weeks. And it was with Rick Morrow when I was 16 years old. And um, after two weeks, he told me, I, I need you to be the head coach. And um, I remember that so well. And, you know, just believed in me and, and, and you know, I coached with him in AU basketball through the ICANN, through Education uh, Foundation. And um, we had a great run for three or four years. Obviously, he passed, but, you know, he was with us every step of the way. Hardly ever missed a game. You're a Mountain Brook guy, so you obviously remember and you know how, how uh, involved Rick was. But, you know... We joked about the other day, you know, Rick always had a dog and always had a bulldog. So I'm sure he's smiling down and he's loving all of this. But obviously I miss him. We all love him. And, um, you know, I know he's loving all of this. Yeah, absolutely. He's a great guy and went to my church, was really close with me and my family. Uh, you mentioned the bulldog. Tell me about Chubb. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so a lot of people have asked, is this your dog? Yes, it is. So for the viewers and listeners, tell, tell everybody about your bulldog, Chubb. Got him about a year and a half ago. Maybe it was destiny, you know. But um, I don't know what to say about him. But you know, if our teams, our, our teams um, bark and um, play with the half the intensity. When I play with him, we're going to be in good shape. That's Sanford men's basketball head coach Bucky McMillan on the Galloway podcast. I want to thank Coach McMillan for the time to sit down, have the interview, and want to remind everybody you can check out the video interview on my YouTube page and the TV story from WVUA23 that'll be on YouTube as well. A couple of thank yous besides to Coach McMillan. I want to thank Joey Mullen, Sanford Sports Information Director, for coordinating and helping set up the interview. I want to thank WVUA23 Assistant Sports Director Stu McCann for shooting the interview. So be sure to check out that video. Stu helped uh, do a great job setting the scene, getting great footage, and videoing a quality interview. If you have any feedback on the interview, please let me know. would love to hear uh, any questions, comments, or concerns you have for this episode and or future episodes. That's really it for this Galloway Podcast, Episode 39. I'm your host, William Galloway. I want to thank everybody for listening. Please share on Spotify, SoundCloud, and or Apple Podcast. This is the Galloway Podcast, where there's the right way, there's the wrong way, and there's the Galloway.